0: Hello and welcome to the Parenting with Play podcast. How are you? It's been a long time, hasn't it? I'm wondering how you are. I hope you had a good Christmas and a good new year. And we're partway through January. Gosh, the year does go quickly, doesn't it? But I wanted to use this opportunity to ask you, what is it that you want this year? And I know there's so many things out there that you can watch on Instagram and YouTube about questioning your year and making this your best year ever and what have you. But I think if anything that the last couple of years have shown us is we don't know what's going to happen. There's so much out in the world that we can't control. But that makes it even more important for us to look at what we want within our lives. So today I really want to offer this reflection for you about what is it that you want in your life and how can you start to go and get it and how does that relate to parenting because I think it's easy to then look at all the things external that you might want to change jobs get a job um, make more money lose some weight all the usual stuff that we often focus on but what else do you want in your life in particular what would you like in relation to your family how do you want your day-to-day life to look like you could be like, oh, my God, Helena, I've just got to get through the days. It's We've just got to push on. I've got so much on. I really don't have time to think about it. But when I talk to my lovely, beautiful clients, it's those day-to-day things that actually impact so much the quality of our lives. You know, if, if dinner time is constantly a complete shit fight, it's no fun, is it? Or if bedtimes just take hours and hours, then that's your evening gone. And then that's another evening gone. And then that's another week and another month of not having any evenings to yourself. How we are with our children and how they are within the family really impacts our lives. So my invitation to you is to, yes, do all the other wonderful things. And I'm going to talk a bit more about that. But also to think, what is it that you want in your family? And again, talking to these beautiful women, Sometimes they just sort of give up and just go, oh, I'd really like to have that as if it's really unobtainable to have all your children sitting around the table having dinner together. So my invitation, again, is to think about what it is you really want and to really feel into that it's so possible for you to have it. And yes, you might need to make some changes, but often those changes might not be as, as big as you think that they are. But having that opportunity to reflect before it all gets crazy, it really, really helps. Taking that time, getting a journal, and writing this stuff down, which you might go, I don't have time, I can't do this, I've got no space. You know, it's like that meditation thing, isn't it? If you don't have, you know, meditate for an hour a day, and if you don't have time, meditate for two hours a day. I don't know who can do that with small children around, but anyway, but. If you feel that this is all a bit overwhelming, then it's an extra opportunity. It, you see it as an extra reason to now get really clear about it. And the reason, one of the reasons why I'm really passionate about this is because I have made massive changes in my life, uh, which is, explains why I haven't done a podcast for a long time. Last year was a big time of change. My father died. Um, I needed to come back to England when he was dying, and actually I might talk about that another time, but that was such an incredible time actually, and it really highlights the importance of family and what is important in our life, and having that time with my dad and my family, who I hadn't seen because Australia had been locked down for a couple of years, so it was like three and a half years since I'd seen my brothers even, that made it even more special. And then last year, and this has been at the back of my mind for a long time, I've been in, I had been in Australia for nearly 22 years and a lot of that time I actually was quite homesick even though having a wonderful time in Australia and just loving our life there that we had created there but always missing home. So middle of last year I decided on something that I was always too scared to do and that was to move us back to England. Now, when I say back to England, my children are Aussies, so there was no going back for them. My husband's Irish and has lived in England for, I think he lived 10 years before. He's also been out in Australia for 20 years. And it was a really, really big process. And it's something that I'd been wanting to do for a long time, but had been really scared about stuffing it all up. Um, And been really worried about it and I'd just been so caught up into the oh I'd really like to do that but I can't do that that's too hard and then I something shifted last year and as some of that was conscious and some of it was not so conscious but what I consciously did was I really thought about what is it I want to have in my life and I think and there was a number of factors that really contributed to that. One of that was my father dying, dad dying. That sort of highlighted that life is such a finite amount of time. And, and when we go, we go. That's it. And realizing that I don't want to live my life in regret. I want to live my life to the fullest and to, and to, to live fully and not in fear And I was realizing that if I stayed in Australia and with the lovely life that I really was having, but I would be doing it because I was too afraid to make the big move. And I really didn't want to live in fear because if you're living in fear in one aspect of your life, where are you then living in fear in other aspects of your life? And I didn't want to have that. And I think it's important to think about, well, what is it that we do want in our lives? And living in fear isn't one of them. Now, if I did stay in Australia or if we go back to Australia, then that's, that's you know, we, we did. And I really want to stress we did have a really lovely time, which made it even harder. But then you sort of you tap into well, what is really important for you. And it might be completely different to what other people around you think. I had so many people telling me that I was mad or you'll be back, you know, always highlighting the uh, the rubbish weather that we have in England. And it can be very easy to then get caught up in other people's opinions about what you should have in your life and what you want in your life. And uh, nowhere does this show up even more than in parenting, isn't it? You're probably parenting a different way to how your family parents or your friends parent. You've made a decision that you want to do something a bit differently. And... And you go for it and it's not always perfect and um, you stuff it up. We all stuff things up. But you, you've, you know, you've made a decision and, and you're going for it, which is brilliant. So sometimes we do need to just crowd out other people's points of view. And for them, I had, there's so many English people living around me uh, where I lived in Sydney. And so many of them did had no desire to move back to England and they thought oh, I was crazy. But for me, it was important for me. So that was one big reason. So what I, And the other reason was my daughter's 14. And um, there's this brilliant book called Hold On To Your Kids. And it's about how important family is for our children, for ourselves. And I realized that living so far away, I actually found it a really painful book to read a lot of the time because I've, I was so sad that my, my children didn't have extended family around them. And, and I really wanted that for them whether they wanted that for themselves I'm not entirely sure but I really wanted that for them I think it is important it's something that's important for me so that I really wanted that for my children so it was like right we need to go it's now or never I didn't really want to I didn't feel it was fair to move when she was much older anyway so many people going oh I couldn't move that with my 14 year old but sometimes we just have to deal with what we've got, don't we? And it was a question of moving now with a 14-year-old or not moving at all, I, or not moving for a long, long time. And that wasn't something that I really wanted. So we moved. And the things that I did was to really work through my fears. And I had a session with a wonderful woman, Kiara, who I'm, I'll post the link to, actually. Um, she is brilliant. I've had her on the podcast um, talking about play she's fantastic and she does this session called a field session and she really helped me move through I was sort of in such overwhelm and then helped me move through to then get to a point where I was like I trust myself and that was such a pivotal moment for me because how often do we doubt ourselves do you doubt yourself that you know you know what you want do you doubt yourself that you're doing the right thing how often do you doubt yourself and it's a really debilitating thing, isn't it? Because when, when we are doubting ourselves, we can't think straight. Generally, then the decisions come from a place of fear rather than a place of excitement and possibility. And then we can often offload decision-making to other people. And I've had so many times in my life going, well, what do you think I should do? And what do you, I mean, practically stra- stopping strangers in the street going, well, what do you think I should do? Um Which is no way to live our life. So to get to that point of really trusting myself was extraordinary. Another thing that I did that I I heard on a podcast, and I just think it's brilliant. Obviously, you probably, you know, you know about writing it out. I've done this a number of times that I'm trained with an, an NLP and writing out my ideal year and you write it as if it's a year from now. So have you done this exercise? I'd I'd love to encourage you to do it if you haven't done it. It's, it's It's really exciting, actually, the possibilities. So you sit down with a blank piece of paper and you go, today is, I'm recording this on the 19th of January, 2023. So you would write, today is the 19th of January, 2024. And I wake up in the morning and I hear and I see and I get up and I do... And then you write what your ideal day would be like. And your mind might go blank going, well, I don't know. I just don't want it to be like this or I don't know, but I quite like that. Get really clear about what it is you want. And I've done this a number of times and I find it really helpful because it helps helps you get out of you're just a like, churning day after day after day. It helps you to think what is it that I want? How do I want to live my life? And when you write it in that present tense, today and I wake up and I have my cup of coffee and I can hear my children giggling in the next door room and I get up and I make them scrambled eggs on toast. We get ready to go to school in the morning um, and it's a really harmonious lovely morning. Then I drop them off. You get the picture. You get to write what it is you you like what what brings a smile on your face as you write it even as I was saying was oh, going, gosh that sounds amazing so you, then you get to get clear and what happens by thinking about it and by writing it down in such vivid detail what do you see what do you hear what do you smell what do you eat what do you feel like you're engaging all of your senses so it becomes a very visceral all-body experience and then sometimes that can just be enough in many ways because you write it, you really feel it, and then you so, and then it sort of starts to sort of slot in. And other times you need to keep revisiting it. And the more that you embody what it is that you want, the more you look through the lens of your into the world to obtain it, and. You sort of hand it over. You can say it's the universe, it's quantum physics, or it's just perception. And it you're far more likely for things to magically happen. So I wrote, so I've done that exercise a number of times, but on this instance, I wrote it down just a paragraph. It was like three lines. And I said, I am so grateful that I have moved my family with ease and joy to England. My two children are happy in their schools. My husband's got a great job nearby, and we live in a beautiful house in the countryside surrounded by fields. And we're all really happy. And I wrote that out. There's this is an exercise called 555, you might have heard of it, where you write it out 55 times for five days running. It's a lot. And as you're writing it out, so I didn't start off saying that. I wasn't quite clear how to, what exactly I wanted or how certainly to say it succinctly. And as you write it out, just a short paragraph, like it was that was like two sentences. As you write it out again and again and again, you start to get clearer. You go, actually, no, I don't want that, but I would like this. And I added in the words with ease and joy because I didn't want it to just be horrendous experience us moving back. So you add in those pieces and I actually didn't write it out fifty five times in five days, but the act of writing out, I probably wrote it out I don't know twenty times in a couple of days consecutively. and as I was writing it, I could like, oh, I could feel that whole body shudder almost going, "I could do this, I could really do this." and it I found that a bit exciting but also a bit scary and then exciting. So the more that you get clear about it, the more you are going to get it and then what happens so I really recommend you do that it's the 555 method and you write it out 55 times or however many times you want to write it but write it out multiple times and that actually went in more than just doing the whole detailed day but just succinct just summarizing it in two succinct sentences um and writing it out repeatedly really helped, and it I, it I embodied it. I could really feel it going in. And then, and then, and then I made it happen. And um, when I say I make it happen, it happened. And so we we moved. So I made the decision in July, obviously in consultation with my lovely husband, who was happy to move back. Told the kids, which was awful. <laughs> so I will tell you how I help my children with all of this process in another podcast because thank goodness for aware parenting and hand-in-hand parenting. It has been extraordinary. Um, and we had about three months, and so we needed to pack up our house in Australia, sell a ton of furniture because we didn't bring anything. We really didn't want to spend a fortune bringing everything over. Got everything going, found a school for my daughter in particular, and then found one for my son, decided on the area we we're going to live blah, 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 said goodbye to our friends, which was, that was just devastating. And we've now moved to England. And of that paragraph that I read out to you, or recited actually, because I can remember it so clearly, it's pretty much all come true. We now, my daughter is in a beautiful school where she's really happy. My 14-year-old teenager, so moving a teenager, big deal. Very, And she's doing really well there. My son is really happy at his local school. We do live in this beautiful house. We found it's it's extraordinary. The rental market is really tight here, and we have found this fully furnished house surrounded by fields, close to my children's school. It's full of antiques because it was a a lady who died last year, and they her family's rented it out. So it's fully furnished. I love antiques. It's got everything. You know, we still haven't got the shipping container. Still hasn't arrived yet from Australia. Um, and as I said, we sold most of our furniture. So we've just been able to just move straight in. Um, it's got crockery, cutlery, linen, the whole works. And we live in this beautiful place. And and it, everything has flowed from the schools. My husband has got a job through a contact in Sydney, setting up a business here. He's got a job there. Um, my clients, timing wise, works really well. 9 a.m. in the morning here is 88 p.m 8 in Australia so that works beautifully too Everything has flowed and and I know it has flowed I lo- I attributed it to the fact that I got really clear about what it is that I wanted and I worked through my fears so that I could then be open to receiving it So what is it that you want and what, is, what are the fears that come up for you around getting it? Like I said, I had a massive fear that I was going to completely stuff up my family. I was going to stuff up my children. They were going to forever hate me. They were going to just go massively off the rails. You know, all of these fears came up about what might happen as a result of me putting into place what I really, really wanted. And when we get to work through our fears we then get to be in a place where we can help our children so it's much less likely for all the terrible things to happen. And if and when, I mean, you're still gonna have challenges, I've still had challenges with my children about it all and had to listen to a lot of feelings, that because I have got really clear and I have worked through my feelings, I've cried so much with my friends, I was then in a position to be able to help them so if you want something as simple as you all sitting down and having a really lovely family dinner together you can we can you can work through you can identify what it is and then work through well, what comes up for me what's my fears about helping my children to be able to sit down and have dinner with me with us in the evenings or I really want to help my child not be on screen so much and you get clear about well what is it that you want for them and why do you want that so that when you then tackle your child you're then in a clearer position and you're feeling more confident because you know what you want and you know why and then you're able to help them with their feelings because you've been able to work through your feelings you see how it how it works i mean obviously i'm sure you've done many of this before but this is just an invitation to you because I have been, I was stuck for so many years and to then really address it and work through it and then come out the other side is like, whoo, that was amazing. And yeah, I'd love that for you, whether that's on a smaller level. I've had to work through screen time with my children, uh, f- friendships, you know, all of this sort of stuff. But, and, but when I get clear, then I can be in a position to help and make the change and and then also when we work through our own feelings we there's a level of flexibility so we're not rigid because we're not stuck in fear and this has to happen like this otherwise it's all going to be a disaster we're then okay this is what I want right how can I make this happen okay that's not going very well there what can I do okay well I'll let that bit go and we'll do this you know there comes this flexibility so Yes, January is a brilliant time for looking at, you know, what you want, um, you know, weight, money, living arrangements, whatever. But I also invite you to look at it. What is it you want for your children and for you? Because that's what's going to help you with your life, with everyday life. That's what makes up everyday life. And if you would like some help with that, obviously, I'm here to support you from a parenting side of point of view, side of view parenting side. And um, and I'm also been training in the background to become a life coach too. So I'm here to support you. I've got a process to help you through all of that as well. So reach out and or just sit down with a journal, get out a journal and write out your ideal day, one year from now or six months from now and really think about what is it, what is it that I really want in my life? What is it that you want in your life? And then when you've done that, really succinctly summarize that into one to two sentences and write it out again and again and again and again and again. And that is going to help you get clearer, even more clearer, and help you embody it. And it's going to become a possibility. And then when, if things come up, then of course reach out to me or to you, your other people in your network about working through the feelings that come up and your fears that come up within you because when you do that and it can be very painful and big or it could actually be more straightforward than you think you just don't know but then when you work through that then you're going to be able to be in a position to make it happen you're going to be in a position to make it happen even more and as i said not everything might be perfect but you're going to be able to to implement what you want and to get closer sorry get closer to what you want all right, I'd love to hear how that is for you. I'd love to hear what it is you do want from the small things to the bigger things in your life. They're all really important. And of course, you're going to do it in with the best intentions for your children, which I'm also going to talk about in another podcast as well because what you want really matters. And you, you spend so much time thinking, well, I want this for my child and that for my child and this for my partner and husband and what have you. But what you want is so important. So um, I'd love to encourage you for 2023, regardless of what shenanigans is happening in the world. What do you want in your life, in your family, in your home? And then and then go and get it. All right, lovelies, have a good week. And I look forward to being back on the podcast Um, bringing this to you and supporting you in whatever you need, whether it's in parenting or in life. But yeah, sending you lots of love and I'll speak to you next time. Take care. Bye.